Hello everyone and welcome to the Justine Psychosis podcast with me Tess. I'm on my own today because Jade's painting so I'm here to have a chat. Kill some time so I don't get bored out of my mind during quarantine. (sighs) I wanted to talk about a few things today but first of all there might be a big gap in like timings. I'm filming this on the 18th of July and the last one we haven't filmed for about three weeks, two or three weeks. We haven't successfully filmed I should say. We filmed a couple of weeks ago and the audio got corrupted so there's a gap where we talked to <laughs> this. There's um one episode 13 the first time it failed so this is episode 13 trying again. We did a lot of singing in the last one, so it's probably good that it didn't work. That might be why. We corrupted it with our voices. Our awful singing. (laughs) But that's why there's such a big gap in between the times we've been recording these. I wanted to talk a bit about ageing today. Because if, for those of you who don't know, I work, I'm currently working as a support worker for mainly the elderly in their homes, helping them out with their daily routines, like washing and cleaning, making breakfast and making the bed and, and then the opposite of going, getting ready for bed, going, um, going to the toilet and everything. And it's made me realise how much I don't want to age. I think there's a period you go through in your life where you're desperate to grow up and to become an adult as mainly children have this view of adulthood where you have these freedoms and all these everything will be better when you're an adult and you'll be able to do what you want and you'll but realistically once you get to the point where you're an adult you just want to go back. I'm in a weird in-between age at the moment where I'm 19 nearly 20 and anyone who knows me would say I'm quite mature but I still have I'm still holding on to my childhood with as tightly as I can because I don't really want to grow up. I've always been an old soul um but I don't know, I don't... There's. I saw a statistic once that said you, your brain cells, the number of brain cells you have increases up to about the age of 21 and after that it starts depleting, your brain cells start depleting because you're, more of them are dying than you are producing new ones. Which is terrifying because that's, that's only a year away for me. That's... <laughs> My brain's gonna go downhill. <laughs> I think that leads that's part of the reason like young people are so much better at learning languages and all these skills, learning new things, is that their brains are still developing and they're they've still got room to learn new stuff, whereas beyond twenty one you just start losing the information you've got, which is scary. But seeing how dependent these old people are on or older people are on having someone to help just makes me not want to get to that point and I know that once if I do get to that point there'll be plenty of people 
who are willing to help me like all the people I work with are lovely people um, and they all do the best they can to make everyone feel comfortable but I feel like it, I'd almost be embarrassed in that situation to have to go from how I am now and my being so independent to being incapable of making my own breakfast or getting myself a cup of tea or even going to the toilet like those little things I really appreciate them more now my independence is something that I value a lot more now that I've seen people who no longer have their independence things are changing so much in all of our lives like my friends lives and my life at the moment and it's quite hard to keep up with to be honest like I'm moving out in September I've got my own place that I'm about to buy um I've got friends who are moving away which is really sad but <laughs> it's what's best for them and people are getting jobs people are starting their careers people are off at university on all all corners of the of the country and we're 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 obviously at the point where we're actually growing up and it hits you like a train <laughs> I do have to say though I'm gradually seeing myself become more like my parents <laughs> like I have my um my sister you've met Jade she we were having a discussion the other day and it came across very obviously that she is very much family minded she's looking forward to her future family and how she's going to create something like that for herself whereas i'm looking forward and planning for my career and quite an independent in quite an independent way um her plans rely more on other people and having other people around her whereas mine is a lot more I don't want to say selfish but in a sense it is more selfish in that I'm thinking about my own life and my own career and not really focusing on other people or what other people think partly because I don't care what other people think um, but my future plans aren't reliant on other people which I think I can gradually see myself turning into my dad having that kind of view and that kind of aspect whereas my sister is more similar to my mum in that kind of way where mum's always been a bit more focused on looking after the family which I know gender roles but <laughs> but that's just how it has worked in our family and that is that dad's my dad's got his career that he focuses on mainly and that's his main priority and my mum has her career she's a working woman she's out working almost full time and then still coming home to look after us but she she was the one who wanted a family and she was it was her plan for herself to have a family whereas I think my dad kind of fell into it in a sense he kind of he didn't have much choice not that he'd trade us in for anything now but it was I think he was given a bit of an ultimatum in that like we we either have a family or we have to I like my mum didn't have um loads of time to be thinking about whether 
she wanted a family or whether she could have a family which I think is something that women think about a lot more is that they're they're more of a ticking clock like our reproductive system ages a lot quicker than men's in that we only have a certain number of eggs we only have a certain amount of time we can safely be pregnant and give birth so if you discount things like adoption which are a great option if you find that you can't give birth naturally or have your own children or they're a great choice if you just decide you don't want to have your own children and you'd rather adopt a child um but there's this sense of time running out for women whereas men don't ever get that in society there's no one who looks at a man and is like oh you're you're way too old to have children or um yeah it's it's part of being a woman, I think, is that you have this, you like, you spend so much of your reproductive years or your possible reproductive years just not wanting children and then you get to a point where you do want them and it's like, oh, suddenly I only have X amount of years left. My reproductive rate is dropping off drastically. I think it's really important that it's one of the reasons I think it's important that women women's health is part of our education system. We didn't learn that much about women's health. You obviously learn about periods, but that's about it. Like you learn you can label a diagram of a uterus, but they don't teach you anything about the menopause, pregnancy, giving birth, what your the hormones in your body does i saw something i think it must have been yesterday or the day before it was a comedian i can't remember the name of the comedian it was just on instagram a clip but they were talking about how women are so often seen as hormonal and that's what's driving their reactions but for men or boys, we just say, oh, boys will be boys. And that's like an excuse for their hormones that they're just, oh, boys will be boys. And it's brushed off, even though that's their hormones acting. But for women, it's, oh, you're hormonal. Oh, you're, it's seen as a negative thing, which I think is really, it's an inequality in the gender spectrum that people who identify as women tend to just be viewed as hormonal and it's it's kind of derogatory like everyone has the stereotype that oh if a woman's really emotional she's on her period whereas it's you don't get the same effect for men you don't get the same kind of thing anyway on a less serious note (laughs) I wanted to talk about um, Pride Month. It's over now, but it's long gone, sadly. But there were so many announcements that I noticed from various media outlets about characters that they've decided are able to come out as gay now, which is great. I think more more LGBTQ plus representation is wonderful especially on kids tv shows so i think the first one was 
SpongeBob SquarePants, the first one I saw, um, which <laughs> I didn't even think about a sponge having a sexuality, to be honest. But it's nice that they've added an aspect to the show that will that they could explore um, in the future, I guess. I don't know, is SpongeBob over? Have they stopped SpongeBob? <laughs> oh my god, it's been running for a long time if they haven't. Ooh, such a long time. But anyway, yeah, I think, I mean, I think it was, he, he wasn't ever, I, yeah, as I say, I wouldn't have thought of a sponge needing a sexuality particularly. I, like, I don't mind if he's straight or gay, but, <laughs> but I would have thought he'd kind of just be a sponge be maybe asexual i don't know how sponges reproduce i'll look it up how do sponges reproduce okay google how do sponges reproduce according to ucmp berkeley sponges reproduce by both asexual and sexual means most peripherans that reproduce by sexual means are hermaphroditic and produce eggs and sperm at different times Yeah, so <laughs> that's what Google says. They by both asexual and sexual means. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's not like it matters who SpongeBob's having sex with. Another one that I saw, um, a bit more recently actually, was. Ryan Evans from High School Musical, which I didn't think they had to announce this. I thought it was, I mean, he did have a girlfriend in one of them, which I thought was kind of forced and I didn't agree with it at the time. But yeah, I didn't think they had to say that Ryan was gay. I mean, it might be very stereotypical of me to say that though, but it just seemed obvious is that bad <laughs> he i mean i'd already viewed him as a gay icon he's a gay icon how could he not be <laughs> everyone loves ryan he got into his theater school theater college in the end of it yeah i love ryan they said, I think, that he would have come out in college, which, yeah, I think that is a good, that it would have been interesting to see that explored as a storyline, because obviously they followed Sharpay for another film, I think, about her in the big city, trying to get an apartment with her dog and all that stuff, but it obviously wasn't mentioned at all, Ryan's sexuality, because... Disney are afraid, basically. <laughs> Disney are afraid of the gays. <laughs> what was the other one I saw? Um, Velma from Scooby Doo. They apparently they announced she was a lesbian, which I I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, 
I'm just kind of neutral about all these announcements. It's nice that they're finally including some uh, LGBTQ plus representation in children's programs particularly because you grow up not seeing anyone like that in portrayed in in especially children's shows you see you're gradually seeing more of them in um teen outlets and you get the occasional one in adults programs but children in children's programs there's a real lack of um lgbtq LGBTQ plus representation. I've been watching a lot of, um, I think he's called Jamie Dodger on, um, hang on, I'm going to look that up before I announce that. What's his name? Scrolling, 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 still scrolling. Yeah, Jammy Dodger, spelled J-A-M-M-I-D-O-D-G-E-R. Um, he is a transgender YouTuber who is engaged to another YouTuber called Shaba, S-H-A-A-B-A. Um, I've been watching a lot of their videos because I wanted to learn more about trans issues and trans rights because it's just something that's been interesting me at the moment. And when I'm interested by something, I research. Tea break. Um, and I've been so... Oh god, guitar. I've been so intrigued by people's journeys that they go on to become themselves, essentially. To, to become who they see themselves as and who they who they are in their head in society like I don't know if that made sense but a lot of people it takes so long for them to be in a position where they can be their true selves and I think that applies to a lot of people not just transgender people or not just even LGBTQ plus people I think there's a lot of people who find they need a whole new start to be who they really are. Um, especially, I got the feeling in secondary school especially that you couldn't really change anything about yourself drastically without people noticing and being negative about that change um, or at least feeling like they could be. Whereas I, going off to university, I didn't, but I would have been able to if I hadn't already been one of the people who just didn't care what people thought, I would have had the opportunity to become truer to myself around new people in a completely new environment. I think that's an important step for people to take. It's either, it's part of growing up again, part of becoming your true self is a a change in the environment that can allow you to like come out of your chrysalis like a butterfly and be who you really really believe you can be and who you're comfortable being. That's 
I think a lot of people get that around the age I'm at, noticing um, when a lot of people were coming out and when a lot of people were transitioning. Transitioning tends to come a bit earlier because of puberty and the dysphoria that comes with puberty. But there are so many people who are only just discovering who they are. And I mean, I'm one of them. I've only been out since Christmas, I guess, properly. Um, I've only really been out to myself since a little bit before that. Because I, I wasn't in denial of who I was um, as a bisexual woman. Or bisexual cisgender woman, I should say. Um... I wasn't in denial of who I was, I just didn't want to be tied down to a label in case that changed, in case who I thought I was changed in any way. I didn't want to come out and announce, yes, I'm bisexual, because I'd gone through a period when I was younger where I thought, am I gay? Maybe I'm a lesbian, Um, because I just didn't have any guy crushes at the time, and I was like, hmm. And there was, um, I was being teased about liking this one guy at school and I just didn't have a crush on him and I thought it was because I was a lesbian and I was, I wasn't, it was a time where I don't think even gay marriage was legalised at the time. Um, so it was still something that society wasn't accepting and... I, th- I went along with people saying that I had a crush on this guy. I'd be like, <laughs> no. Um, just so that maybe they thought I did have a crush on him and I could hide the fact that I thought I was a lesbian. Which, looking back on, it was just me trying to protect myself from society and from what I saw. Because I didn't, I didn't know any lesbians. I didn't know anyone. I didn't see any representation of that. Of, the, of anyone like me in the media. I didn't even know what bisexual was. Um, so, I mean, it became even more confusing when I did start having crushes on guys. <laughs> Mainly Sebastian Stan. But, yeah. <laughs> My bisexual awakening was not, in fact, having crushes on girls. It was having crushes on guys. But I think part of my being able to be myself and be completely out has been going to university and being away from my parents and away from anyone who knew me before I before I decided, yes, this is who I am. I was able to come out straight away to my uni friends because they didn't know me as anything else. They didn't know me as anything different. They didn't see me as, well, they didn't, they might have automatically assumed I was straight, but they didn't know me as, oh Tess, she's had this boyfriend or she talks about this guy all the time or she's had a crush on this person, like a lot of people in school thought me, thought of me as. Um, I just wasn't comfortable enough in my own sexuality to come out in school. I didn't feel... I had a lot of friends who were out and were proud of... I'm I'm absolutely proud of them and I support them fully um, with being proud of who they are. But I just wasn't in a position where I wanted everyone to suddenly 
see me as something different because I had this view of the people in my life who identified as bisexual or gay or anything that it was a massive part of their personality being gay and I didn't want it to suddenly become a large chunk of how people saw me and my personality I just didn't want to be seen like that necessarily I wanted to be seen as for other things but people in school didn't like me anyway tea break yeah people in my school didn't like me much which is their loss to be honest because the people who did like me are my best friends and they always will be oh talking of best friends this is going to come out way after I did it but I proposed to Hannah Hannah and Lyra I went ring shopping the other day two days ago with Jade that was an enjoyable experience I walked into a shop and was like so I proposed to my best friends and I need uh rings for them (laughs) and she's like the lady was quite confused um I, yeah, I proposed to them as like a joke, but I want to get them friendship rings. <laughs> she looked at me very weirdly, but I guess that's what you get, being so close to your friends. Um, but in the end, I went to M&S, who had a great range of rings. I tried John Lewis, but they were a bit out of my budget. But M&S were perfect. I got... And Ira got a blingier one because I thought that would suit her a bit more. And Hannah and I have matching ones. And then I got a jade one as well. Um, that is the same as Anira's. But that's because they came in sets of two. So I was like, okay, I'll get, <laughs> I'll get two, um, two sets of two, and split them between us. We're gradually coming out of lockdown here, and it's. It's a bit stressful. I've made, I think, oh, how many masks have I made? About 25, 26. Um, I've been sewing like a maniac. It's quite therapeutic actually, sewing, I found. I mean, I've always loved it. I got my first sewing machine at, oh, how old was I? 14 or 15, I'd say. Um, and I've, yeah, I've been sewing ever since. I'm not that good, considering I've been sewing for nearly five years. <laughs> I'm not very good. But I've made, I made a prom dress. I've been, um, I don't know what the word is. Is hemming curtains the right way of putting it? I've been shortening curtains. And I'm gradually looking out for curtains in charity shops and stuff for the new house. To be honest, I'm looking for anything I can get for the new house. Because how furnishing a house is... Sorry, hiccups. Furnishing a house is so expensive. Like, you think, yeah, buying the house is the biggest expense, which it is. But suddenly you've got all these hidden costs of um, to decorate and buy furniture and even like buying a vacuum cleaner or pots and pans is quite expensive it's a lot of money 
I'm hoping this job will get me some money to go towards the house. I mean, I'm earning about, well, enough to get a few pieces of furniture, hopefully, which will be nice to have some stuff that's actually my own and not just stuff I've stolen from other people. Not stolen. Been given by other people. I've got a Le Creuset pot, which is a quite a fancy pot. I don't know why I'm so excited about it. I guess I'm just excited about the whole process, but the fact I've got a pot and a um, food processor, that's been the biggest thing. I've got a food processor. That makes me feel like such an adult. I don't know why. Is that bad? No. Oh god, I'm growing up. I'm aging. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> Time's flying in quarantine. Well, my phone's going off. Yeah, time is flying in quarantine, I found. Uh, we're already over halfway through July. This podcast probably won't come out till August, which is just mind-blowing. Like, absolutely mind-blowing. I don't know what life will be like in August. <laughs> How many other things will have happened to change the world? I don't know if the world will even still exist. I hope it does, because otherwise I'm doing a lot of work for nothing. A lot of work for nothing. To be honest, at this point it wouldn't surprise me if the world just like spontaneously combusts in the middle of the night. It would not surprise me at all. It's sad that we've got into this mindset now though. <laughs> that we're just like, oh when's the next thing gonna happen, that's awful and life-changing. I was so ready for this summer to be like the best summer of our lives and I was gonna hang out with all my friends and have parties and barbecues and that obviously hasn't happened. Uh, hey ho though, we've always got next year if the world doesn't spontaneously combust in the night. Um. <laughs> Oh no, now I've said that, it's going to happen, isn't it? The sun's just going to explode or something. Oh no. This has been a very serious podcast. I feel like I need to find something a bit more light-hearted to talk about. Oh, I could do updates. Um, update on my Tinder. I am not enjoying Tinder. I've given up on it. I can't be bothered anymore. It's just, the conversations aren't interesting at all. Like, not interesting. And the people aren't interesting and I swiped right on one of my friends and she has not swiped right on me and now I'm feeling sad, basically. <laughs> no, I'm not sad. But um yeah, it's just not my thing. It's good for validation. If you feel like you need validation from other people, get Tinder. It's great for that if you're bothered about that, but as I said, I don't really care what other people think, so it doesn't really make a difference to me. Um, update on Jade's TikTok. They still haven't taken it down, so it's still available to watch if you want to, which I find hilarious. There are some 
very old videos on there like really old it's amazing some old ones of me on there some old ones of jade it's truly an astonishing account and i love it and i watch it probably daily just so that i can make fun of jade <laughs> i don't think there are any other updates i need to give the dog is not happy at the moment he's been particularly lethargic today and yesterday um he was hiding under a table earlier which is not very nice to see he seems just sad and i think it's bringing down the mood of the house in general i got my um options for what i can take next year obviously i'm taking mainly materials based modules <laughs> for my options i get four choices choice options choice modules and out of the four i've chosen one to be uh interdepartmental um uh, activity i guess um and i'm thinking that i want to study sustainability as one of my modules and um in i think it's sustainability in the 21st century or something along those lines it sounds really interesting and one and 60 percent of the module you can do in whatever form you want so i'll probably do a presentation about well it's it's supposed to be about a sustainability issue so i'll probably do a presentation basically telling people bossing people around about what they want to what they need to do to save the planet which sounds like it's right up my street just standing in front of a load of people talking for hours i feel like i'm gonna end up doing public speaking again i did i've done three public speaking competitions and three mock trial competitions because i just stand there i like any excuse to stand there and talk at people rather than having a two-way conversation <laughs> which is not great i was talking with anaira today about how school just taught me to bullshit everything and to elaborate and add way more than i needed to anything and now i'm at university and they're like stop adding this unnecessary detail just say in as few words as possible with as much information as possible i'm like secondary school did not train me to do that how am i supposed to untrain myself suddenly for university it's been really hard and i luckily i don't have many essays or um things like that but i would struggle if i had many more I'm so looking forward to going back to university. I didn't think I would when I left. I think I thought I'd be really happy to be at home the whole time. But I kind of just want to get through another year and start up again. It will be weird because lectures will be online for the first semester. And that just seems very surreal. It doesn't, it almost doesn't feel like you're properly at university. I don't know how they're going to do the freshers events because well, they have to be socially distancing, so you can't go to a club. <laughs> but um, I think I'm going to miss being able to go out and stuff in the evenings. 
we went out the Thursday before lockdown was brought in, which was nice and a bit, <laughs> I don't know, it was, it was sad to see a lot of the foreign students going. It was like our last nights with them as they were rushing home before quarantine stopped them from being able to cross any borders. Um, yeah, hopefully a lot of them will come back next year though. I can hear the dog outside. Is he coming? I think he's just standing on the top of the stairs. Oh, he's been coughing and spluttering. I feel very sorry for him. Jade's birthday soon. I'm quite excited. It's the 4th of August, so it might be... Oh, I don't know. I don't know when this podcast is coming out, but it might have already happened. Oh, she'll be 17. That'll be weird. She's nearly an adult. She can drive. That's terrifying. She's got a driving lesson on the 5th of August, and I am scared for everyone who's on the road, because I don't trust Jade behind the wheel of a car. I don't know if I ever will be able to trust Jade behind the wheel of a car, purely because I'll always see her as my little sister. And I just can't imagine her driving. It's scary to me. Very scary. But she is growing up, and I have to give her that. She's becoming more mature. She's doing a lot of painting recently, which is nice to see what she's doing, because she does a lot of different things. I always like seeing the final product and seeing the journey she goes on to make each thing. We spent so much in hobby craft the other day. <laughs> so much. But it keeps her entertained, so I don't mind. Hmm. I need new projects to do. Because I have one or two days off at a time. I need to fill it with things to do. Otherwise I'll just get otherwise I'm just wasting my free time and I don't like wasting time. I never have liked wasting time. It's not I guess I do like to sit down and do nothing occasionally though. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice. I need if anyone has any ideas for how I should decorate different rooms in the house because I've reached a mental block where I'm like I've decorated what I think my room should look like and I've kind of got an idea of what I want the living room to look like but I haven't thought of anything for we've got an office space we need to decorate we've got like three other bedrooms we need to decorate I just have no ideas anymore. I've run out of motivation to be artistically minded. I only have a certain amount of creativity and I've used it all up. (laughs) That's a joke. I don't have any creativity. I'm completely illogical. I've been looking on Pinterest though and I've got some ideas. But I'm on such a tight budget now because it's all my money. Oh, it's going to be stressful move but I'm officially moving out I need to start packing this room it's a mess and I don't know where to start I've packed away some of my more sentimental items but 
I don't even know where to start with the rest of it. I got rid of a lot of bags that were all under my bed. And that's as far as I've got. I honestly don't know what to do with the rest of it. I've got so many random bits and bobs. And it's so overwhelming to think about starting to pack. Because also, I've still got a month or a month and a half here. And I might need those things. <laughs> so I don't know I don't know what to pack and what, what goes where. I don't even know what I'll have enough space for. I've got so much skincare at the moment, I need to get rid of a lot of it. Um but I don't I you can't give used skincare to like charity shops and stuff. I don't really wanna give it all to Jade. I guess I'll have to find other things to do with it. It's all most of it's in date anyway, so I guess I can throw away the stuff that's out of date straight away. That would be good to just get a cleanse of the old stuff. As I say though, new starts are good. New starts allow you to be become more like yourself. Each new start, each time you um, go on to a different into a different space, allows you to express yourself a bit more. <laughs> Which is always good. Always good to express yourself. It'll be weird not wearing a uniform, because I have to wear a uniform for this job. I think I've mentioned it on a previous podcast. And so I wear essentially, I'm back to like it was at school, where I'm wearing basically the same thing every day. Whereas going back to university and actually having to think about what I'm wearing will be a shock to the system i think i'm looking forward to exploring though i'll get to i'm hoping to have a bit more time to look around manchester this year and actually see what there is because i didn't do much exploring this year i pretty much had my head stuck in my laptop for 90 percent of the time <laughs> Which is rough. I should have I should have enjoyed first year a bit more. That would be my advice to anyone starting now. First year, in theory, is the easiest year. So enjoy it. Go out if you want to. Drink a bit too much if you want to. Not in an unsafe way though. Always be safe. I think I'll end today's podcast here. I don't have anyone stopping me from ending it like I normally do with Jade. <laughs> so if you have any future topics you'd like me to um, talk about, you can either comment on an Instagram post or send me a direct message. Or you can email me at um, teaandpsychosis at gmail.com. The Instagram is at... Uh, just underscore t underscore and underscore psychosis no it's the instagram handle i'm gonna have to look it up i think it's the just t and psychosis podcast or the just t and psychosis pod it might be let me have a look yes the underscore just underscore t underscore and underscore psychosis underscore pod the Just Tea and Psychosis pod with underscores in between all of the words. 
That is a mouthful to say. <laughs> I just uploaded the 10th episode as well, which is an amazing milestone. Some of, They're saying, I think, that we have an average of about nine views on each podcast, which, oh, estimated audience is 11 now. So 11 people are watching the podcast, which is wild. It's really surprising to me. I didn't think anyone would listen. 124 plays total. Almost all of them will be in Ira. Thank you, Anaira, for supporting me <laughs> in this endeavour. It was lovely talking to you. I will see you next time. Bye!